0: Hello darlings, how are you? You're listening to the Hot Nerd podcast with your girl China Noel. I know this episode sounds like, ooh, I need to find out if my partner is gaslighting me. Um, I know it sounds a bit intense, like how to detect whether your partner is gaslighting you and it doesn't even have to be your partner, it could be anybody. People gaslight all the time. And I just felt like we had to talk about it. So I know it sounds really intense, but I promise I will tell it to you in my good girlfriend way, as I always do. Hey. Also, I'm a bit in a good mood because I just saw my brothers. I just saw my um, my cousins who are pretty much like my brothers. Um, and we've just had kind of like a Sunday barbecue. (laughs) Because London's lockdown is over. Um, Well, it's not over. I mean, there's still social distancing rules. And I mean, you can choose to wear a mask or not. A lot of us did not. So pray for me, y'all. But we hung out. It was so great. And I was like, "Oh, I've got to run and do my little podcast. So I am coming to you live. You're not going to hear this live when you hear it. But I'm coming to you live after the fact, <laughs> after my my hangout, and um, I'm going to get right into this whole notion of gaslighting only because, listen, for those of you who are going to be hanging out again, you're probably going to be thinking to yourself, how do I socialize, world? How do I connect with the world? I don't remember. I've been in, in quarantine this whole time. What is socialization? I don't know. You know, you might come out and just really be blinded by the sun and wonder what socialization is. So gaslighting and recognizing, you know, disorders and pat- patterns in people is probably very important. So I'm a journalist, you know what I mean? I'm trained to suss out information, try to explain it and ask the questions. I'm not a psychologist, but I'm very familiar with gaslighting because again, you know, relationship experience, you'll get in a relationship with somebody and, you think you have self-confidence, but then you start dating someone and (laughs) you're letting the person put you down. From day one, you're hearing the person put you down. You're actually saying, please stop putting me down. Uh, But you're not leaving. You're staying right there as the person is putting you down. And I find that I've done that and other women have done that. And we've all come to this realization that, whoa, how the heck did we let that happen? Like, How did we as brave, confident, full women who think highly of ourselves and love ourselves, cherish ourselves, have worked so hard to build ourselves, find ourselves in situations in which we're being put down, we're being really shriveled by other people's words and actions, by our partner's or our spouse's words and actions. It happens to the best of us. But gaslighting is a particular phenomenon that is a little less aggressive than someone putting you down. It actually comes from this play, right? Not a playwright, a play, comma, right. (laughs) Um, It's called Gaslight. It's a 1938 play called Gaslight And so in this play, this husband um, starts to, he's abusive, right? So he starts to change the gas lights in the home with his wife and his wife would be like, what the hell? Is it just me or are the gas lights dimming? And I'm hearing all these voices and these noises and he's of course doing these things because he's trying to search for jewels that belong to a woman that he murdered, right? So anyway, his wife is hearing him do this search and turn down the gas lights and she's like, "Yo, you know, am I hearing these noises? Is the are the gas lights really being dimmed?" And he's like, "No, what are you talking about?" Huh? "Gas lights are not being dimmed." And so that's where the term gaslighting comes from because it's a method of making you believe that what you're seeing and what you're hearing is not what you're seeing and what you're hearing. It's a denial of your senses. It is a denial of your reality. It is a denial of your truth, the truth, the clear truth in front of you by being put down, by being talked down. And it's not so aggressive. You may not even realize that you're being gaslighted because it's it's often done by common phrases like, oh, you're so sensitive. You know, that's only just how... You're just so insecure. It's only happening because you're insecure. Or, you know what? Stop acting crazy. Or, you sound crazy. You know that, right? You just sound crazy. You might be paranoid. Oh, or here's a good one. Come on. I was just joking. I was just joking. Oh, it's no big deal. You're imagining things. You're overreacting. Don't get so worked up. That never happened. You're hysterical. Jeez, there you go again. And so when you hear those things, they're not often said in like aggressive ways and that's why they can be hard to detect. But one thing I find that's very common when someone is abusing you in subtle ways is that your body reacts, right? So if you're hearing these things, very subtly, oh, you're being so dramatic. Oh, you're making that up. Oh, I was just joking. You're just paranoid. You're so sensitive. All those phrases. And you're feeling your body tense up, right? You're feeling your body just like freak out because your body knows that something is happening and someone is telling you the opposite of what your body is feeling. That's, that's when the real trouble happens, right? Because it's causing your body to react Pay attention to your body. I used to have these uh, flash flashbacks because my my body was trying to tell me to think of a particular moment in which someone you know disrespected, abused, or you know did something wrong to me, and that moment in which it was trying to flag my attention, and I didn't pay attention to it. So, my body, my brain will flash back until I do pay attention and say, See, see, you know, I try to tell you this and you didn't listen. So, you feel these things a lot of gaslighting, a lot of power struggling, and, you know, subtle abusive moments in relationships are felt sort of within your body. You know, your shoulders are tense, your stomach is tense, your heart, boom. Boom, boom, it beats faster. And you want to make sure that you're paying attention to these things and feeling your body throughout these things, because if they don't feel good, that's a pretty good indication that you need to exit that relationship. It's a very hard thing to say to you because nobody wants to exit relationships in which they've built so much. Heck, they just don't want to exit because a lot of us are just lazy. You know what I mean? Who wants to leave? but for the sake of your beating heart, for the sake of your tense shoulders, for the sake of your pounding head and your constricting nerves and body, we have to sort out when these things are happening, identify them by those phrases and stand our ground. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, so that's part one, is sort of identifying when these things are happening, um, looking for the key signs, Paying attention to your body, I think that's like a really, really big one um, because the body never lies, okay? You can tell yourself whatever you want to, but the body is always very concrete in what it's feeling. It's having a headache. It's, you know, it's frowning even, moving your face in a different direction. It's just kind of constricting you somehow. It's tensing you up take a deep breath as you listen to this because I want to also uplift you as you listen to me. Take a deep breath, inhale, exhale. I want you to breathe as you're listening to this because some of this can be very heavy, can be very, very heavy to take on and very heavy to process. But it's very important to process it because like I said, we're all hanging out. And as I talk to more and more women, it's amazing to me how many women will say, yes, I recognize that. Yes, I've been there. Yes, I've done that. Or it's amazing if you're watching the news, how Donald Trump will say something like, you know, go drink bleach in for all intents and purposes. And then when he's questioned about it, he'll be like, no, I was just joking. Ah, oh, you just made that up. You weren't listening to me correctly. I didn't say that. No, nope. mm-mm. That's not what I said. You didn't hear correctly. It's you, you're imagining things. So you have somebody in power who is really abusing your senses and really telling you that what you heard and what you saw was not what you heard and what you saw. There are many instances of that. You know, the retweeting of the white power video. I think he did that recently. He retweeted a white power video. And according to him, man, you're just imagining things. Come on. I didn't see that. Everything he did he didn't really do. What impact is that having on, you know, your mental health as you're in the country with somebody who is supposed to be your leader and is telling you something completely different from what you're seeing, trying to invalidate your reality and tell you that you're imagining things. That must be pretty difficult. And so in this time of lockdown, coming out of lockdown, wearing masks, going through this quarantine, coming out of the quarantine, I felt it was really important for us to absorb the message of self-care and just really take care of ourselves, um, really be wary um, of our space and our bodies, um, because this is a really targeted time for us to come into conflict with the people around us, particularly people who live with us, um, spouses, partners, things of that sort let's take a break and we will get into other ways in which we can stop and detect gaslighting in our relationships with people. I'll be right back. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on, let me do a little insertion before break. Um, I wanted to also say that we've talked about micro gaslighting which is from one's partner to the person and in the segment after this I'm going to talk about how I think we gaslight ourselves too but in this insertion I really want to expand on that notion of our being gaslighted just by the environment around us have you looked at the headlines lately it's like um I'm sorry Even Trump aside, we are flooded by people telling us that things didn't happen when they actually did. I mean, we have droves and troves of people telling us that "Mm, it's just a coincidence that a disproportionate number of black people are targeted in these videos that are going around. It's all in our head, racism is imagined. Oh, forget the fact that it's written into law and into housing deeds that homes and land cannot be sold to black people. Forget about that level of institutional racism. It's all in your head. Just work hard, achieve the American dream, and you'll make it. Meanwhile, folks, there are facts out there, there's documentation out there, there's actually law still out there. And when you look at the deeds and titles for homes, And for land, you will see language embedded in there, Google this if you want to, that says you are prohibited from selling this land to a black person. So yeah, we've got a lot of stuff sort of baked in. And if you are a person of color, you deal with those things, you try to ignore them, right? Because you're tired, (laughs) you know, you can't handle all of them. Um, But when you do speak out about them, you might be gaslighted. So I just wanted to zoom out and give context and give light to the current politically hot environment that we're in right now. And to just point out how gaslighting happens on a macro level, not just a micro one, Um, And that, can you imagine living in layers of that? So your environment is gaslighting you. Your president is gaslighting you. Your partner might be potentially gaslighting you. You might even be gaslighting yourself. Can we just kind of take the gaslighting down a notch or three? So in the next segment, I'm going to talk more about the micro level of us even gaslighting ourselves and uh, the news topic that you've probably heard about, which is the august alcina jada smith will smith love triangle topic and how that relates to gaslighting. all right so now i'm going to really take a break and i'll be back after the jump you're listening to the hot nerd podcast with china noel <laughs> hi i'm back there from break this is the hot nerd podcast you're listening in with china noel Of course, I had to do a second take. Usually when I go on break on these podcasts, I go and I have like a nice bite to eat. But of course, this time I didn't because like I said, I'm coming from a barbecue and my sister-in-law threw down. I mean, she just loves to feed people. And I do too, by the way. I love feeding people. It's just like one of the biggest things ever. So if you ever came to visit me, if you've ever come to visit me, you know that. I don't know. It's something in the genes. Um, So what are we talking about? So we're talking about phase two in this whole discussion about gaslighting and recognizing stopping when someone is gaslighting you. I haven't heard the other side of the story, but I want to bring your attention, speaking of gaslighting, to something that came up in the news, which is the allegation that August Alsina, who's a singer had an affair with Jada Pinkett Smith. And not only did he have this affair with Jada Pinkett Smith, he claims that Will Smith sanctioned the affair. Because if you've been paying attention to Will Smith and Jada Smith, they've, they've had a very interesting evolution when it comes to their marriage. And they've talked about it as being no longer, you know, about romance per se, but really more as life partnership right? And so they're doing what works for them. So is it really so far-fetched if Will is like, hey, this is an open relationship. If you want to holler at Jada, it's fine with me because I know who you are and you've been introduced to the family. And yeah, so if she's into you and you're into her, go and holler at her. Okay. So August says that Will said this and he goes and he hollers at Jada and Of course, August also said that he really loved Jada, right? He's like, I gave my all to that relationship, (laughs) you know? Uh, If you don't know who August Alsina is, Google him, A-L-S-I-N-A, first name August. And yes, we are in July, ha ha. Anywho, I bring that story up to say that after August said that he loved Jada and was in a relationship with her, Jada's reps come out and Will's reps come out and they deny those claims. And it's just, if August were right, wouldn't that be an example of gaslighting? I mean, how could a young man come and say that he was head over heels in love with this woman to the point where he could die and be okay with having lived because he loved so much? How could he come out and say so much truth from his body, which by the way, suffers from an autoimmune disease. Okay. Speaking of physical registration of mental harm, how could August come out and say that kind of thing? And then the persons whom he's speaking about come out and say, Oh no, he's imagining that. It didn't happen. We were just joking. (laughs) I kissed you. I sat on your dick. (laughs) That was just a joke. You didn't really see that. Like, do you know what I mean? Now, obviously, I'm not taking sides. I don't know who's right and who's wrong. I'm just saying that if he is right and if it did happen, uh, we'll see. I mean, Jada is coming out with her Red Table talk and we'll talk more about it. And maybe she she will reveal much more that we need to know. She doesn't owe us that. August didn't owe us that story. And Jada doesn't owe us her story either. But... I mean, there's also silence, right? You don't have to come out and deny what August is talking about because nobody cares. Nobody's judging you or your relationship. Nobody's wanting you to be in a closed relationship if you want to be in an open relationship. So denying and making him seem like he's crazy for saying such a thing is gaslighting, right? And how does his body take that in? How is he going to process that ga- gaslighting? Well, he came out, of course, after they denied his claims, and he said, "Listen, I'm standing in my truth." And so, listen, guys, if we're going to talk about it, let's be truthful. Let's be truthful, um, or say nothing at all. Um, and so that that that's just like the most public example of gaslighting. But what about gaslighting that happens to yourself? Like, what about when you gaslight yourself? Like when you see something very clearly and it's been said to you that, okay, well, um, yeah, you've just been hit by your lover or your lover just stole money from you or your lover just did some sneaky shit to you and you gaslight yourself and you say, oh no, he didn't, he couldn't, he wouldn't because he's my lover or she couldn't, she wouldn't, she didn't because she is my lover. What about that? What about you gaslighting yourself? I think that is one of the most serious parts of gaslighting. To talk about is the acceptance of that denial of re- of reality into our own systems by our own perpetration, because we are all we count on, right? Like we are who we tr- whom we trust. We are the first line of defense in our entire systems and so if we betray ourselves by convincing ourselves that what we're feeling is not what we're actually feeling then we have the power we have the strongest power to gaslight our own selves and that's why I'm the strongest advocate of just sort of repeating repeating no repeating the word no or repeating phrases such as My feelings are valid. What I heard was what I heard. I am not crazy. Like saying those things affirmatively and repeating those phrases, giving yourself that boost and that confidence is so important because a lot of what we hear in our bodies and in our minds and when we're talking, you know, when we're living just as human beings is internal. So we're hearing our internal voices, and many of the time, those voices are negative. We're telling ourselves all sorts of negative bullshit that we shouldn't be telling ourselves. You shouldn't be putting your own self down. Girl, you're the first line of defense. You are your first mother. Yes, you were birthed by parents, but you mother you. You mother you. You protect you. You are your first line of defense. And so if you have said XYZ is how I feel, XYZ is what I saw, XYZ is what I did, I'm a big proponent of repeating, and those feelings are valid, and those thoughts are valid and what I saw is valid. Self-validation is really important and it's important to say it out loudly. Say it so that you can hear it and absorb it. And that's what I would tell August too. If he was speaking the truth, I would say to him, and that's what you said, you said what you said, you felt what you felt and what you felt is valid. Nobody shifts your reality for you. You control that. You are in control of that. You are the first line of defense in the protection of yourself. Why is it, not to blame the victim, but why do we give so much power to the strangers we meet, fuck, befriend, date, and marry? Why? Who is this person, really? What you met on Bumble? You met him on Tinder, met her on Tinder, met her on Bumble, met wherever you met. You meet this complete stranger. This person becomes your mate, your date, your spouse, your partner, whatever, right? And now all of a sudden, you've shifted all the power from inside your body to this person to what? Rain down on you? No, that's not healthy. A healthy relationship means that when you speak, what you have spoken is a validity. It's not an invitation to be put down by somebody else. And once you detect those phrases that we talked about earlier in the first half of this episode, oh, you're lying, oh, you're imagining things. I was just joking, oh, you're so crazy, you're so dramatic. When you hear that, it is up to you as your first line of defense to protect yourself, shut it down and say, no, what I heard was what I heard and it was valid. What I say is what I've said, and it is valid. What I saw is what I saw. It was real, and it was valid. That's how I feel. You don't have to share that. You don't have to adapt it. It doesn't have to be yours. It's mine, and it's valid. This is the confidence, this is the seed that you plant inside of your mind, inside of your body, and this is what this is how we roll, y'all, in 2020. 2020 is telling us, in every shape and form, if you've noticed, from the protests, to the yanking down of monuments, to the firing of Karens and their husbands, to other people, 2020 is telling us enough of the bullshit. We're going to love ourselves and we're going to love others, but we're definitely going to love ourselves. 2020 is about not being here for the bullshit. So if any of us in any capacity, whether it's at work or internally, you know, our own gaslighting of ourselves, or if it's with a spouse or with a partner, if we're dealing with that, it's really time to stop it and detect and chant these things, chant these affirmations of validation and say, yes, what I think and see and feel are real and they are valid. That source of validation comes from me. Uh, All right, so there's that. We will wrap for today. I'm so glad that you've spent this time with me. I'm going to be back again on Sunday, probably before, I might squeeze in an episode before that, but if not, definitely next Sunday. I want to hear from you. So if you can go to, uh, just go to anchor.fm slash thehotnerd, press the message button to leave me a message and let me know about how you deal with gaslighting in your life, how you've seen your friends deal with it and what advice that you've gotten from different people that helps you cope with gaslighting or helps you teach other people not to deal with it and not to tolerate it from somebody else. It's been Really Real. This is the Hot Nerd Podcast, and I am your girl, China Noel. <laughs>